there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today, first-time guest, she's an outside sales wizard, a rock star in the industry. She's the, an outside sales at S&S Activewear, Meg Erber. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Kirby. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So it's funny, I wanted to jump in on uh, kind of content. You know, I think you and I have talked sales sort of personally before, but I've noticed you've jumped into sort of the content world and you and Jeff Franklin and Stephen McFadden have teamed up on a podcast called Industry Insider. So first, how did you come to be a part of that podcast and how has that evolved? Oh gosh, that's a great question. It's... So two years ago, I didn't even listen to podcasts. I was like too cool, but I, I'm not. I mean, I like, I found them and I started listening to them in the road, like when I was on the road so much, because I'm, when we're in outside sales, that's what we do. We just drive all the time. So when you're going in and out of different towns, you lose signal on the radio. So I found some podcasts. I just became obsessed, mostly with true crime, but obsessed. And then I had done a couple, just ASI had asked me to be on board. And then I saw um, Bill or Jeff or one of them had posted something on the Facebook page and they were looking for just a fourth chair, a female. And I was like, why not? Like, this would be fun. Like, I love these guys. I don't know that guy, Steven, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other two, those are some nice guys. So yeah, that's how I got started into it. And it was like a trial run, the first one. And then they were like, ah, we love her. We're keeping her. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm everyone's favorite Meg, apparently. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, did it, has it, as it evolved, has it gone like you thought it would go? Well, no, actually, it's crazy because we used to just like hop on like once a month and record like four or five episodes and it would just be audio. Yeah. And then once COVID hit, like I think we had done our last two and we said, hey, listen, I don't know if anyone's going to be listening to these. Nobody's on the road. Like, why not? We're, we're sitting at home. Why don't we go live? Like, why not? Like, let's just do something different. We didn't really have a plan. We just, we wung it, winged it. We yeah. <laughs> Totally. It. I do a lot of the winging it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. And it was, it's been like that ever since. That's cool. That's really cool. I love to see how, and I think that's sometimes that's where some of the coolest innovations come from. Cause you're like, okay, if, if you feel stale or if you want to try something different, sometimes that energy of fun kind of comes through and translate, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's the most challenging part? I'm always curious about that. And so what's the most challenging part and what's your favorite part about doing the podcast? I would say the most challenging part isn't necessarily topics because I feel like there's always something to talk about. There's always some new news or whatever. It, it's coming up with the guests because oh, yeah. it, it's evolved so much since we first started. Um, and then when Bill left, um, we, we don't have him on there anymore. So instead of bringing in another fourth chair, we decided to, to mix it up and have a new guest every week. Yep. And it's either A, we're interviewing them or B, they're part of the conversation. And either way, it's usually like it's a topic that's trending. So um, I, I would say the hardest part is finding a guest. So we okay. we've had a book like a month out, really. So yeah. we're now booking into January, which is good. But I, we get stressful. Sometimes we're like, ah, oh, we don't have anyone. And I could, we, I could not agree more. It's been stressful. Yeah. I mean, when we had Henner on, like I was so pumped and it was like a big surprise. And we tried to get everyone on like 15 minutes ahead of time. And it was like counting down. It was like 1158, 1159. I'm like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like panicking. Cause I was like, oh, we have the best guests. And and then he showed up like that. And then he just went and I was like, Yeah. It's funny. I I totally understand where you're where you're coming from. I always say that the hardest part of this podcast is getting people scheduled and coming up with questions. Yeah. So that's yeah. where I spend all my time. Yeah. Once we get going, 
oh, this is fun. You know what I mean? So, I, yeah. so okay, so that's most challenging. What's, what's your favorite part? Um, I think just the camaraderie that I have with Jeff and Steven and Phil too, like we miss them. So I think that like, we, they're like my best friends. I feel like they're like my family. Like I'm in a fantasy football league with Jeff. And we just make fun of each other all the time. And if I'm not making fun of them, then I, I wouldn't, I don't like them anymore. Like that's when you know. So no, I think the best part of it is the guys. They're just, they're amazing. I love that because again, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, actually, I was talking to Brian Porter and Bill and I have this conversation too. It's like people do it once in a while. I admire anybody who sticks their toe in and does content. But once you do something consistently and you do it over and over, it's like you have a new appreciation for what it takes to do that, you know? I, I, it actually takes me back to a conversation, maybe actually a podcast that we had and we were talking about how long it takes to just come up with a three minute piece content. And it's like a lot. And I actually have to put it in my calendar when I'm doing stuff for our marketing department or mm -hmm. um, Marshall Atkinson or whoever, because it takes a while to come up with that content. It's not like, Oh, let me just do this. Like I can't wing it all the time. I have to rough draft it and then record it and see how it sounds. And well, this is easy because it's kind of a two way conversation, but when it's just me talking, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it takes it takes a lot of time, and you you do build a camaraderie for the people who are willing to put in that work, and so that's yeah. really cool. Okay, so final question for you. Okay, people always ask me about ROI, and I mean, literally since I started doing this show, like episode five, somebody was like, "So, what's the ROI on content?" So, what has doing a consistent podcast like like this done for your sales? So these type of the podcasts and this content that we're, we're coming up with, I don't feel like it's, we're easily able to measure it on a transactional basis, Yeah. but I will say it's, it's, it's my exposure has gone up. Like yeah. people before the podcast, people used to be like, Oh, that, that girl, the one that fights people like that I was known for. I mean, Kirby, you and I met yep. and like, I knew that we were coming there, but I didn't put, I literally didn't put two and two together. And then I saw you and I was like, you, and you were like, you. <laughs> But like you knew me through Facebook as that probably the girl who does jujitsu and fights people or whatever. Like that's what people knew me as. So now being on this podcast, like the exposure and people, more people are seeing me and it's kind of maybe generating an excitement about SNS and what SNS has to offer. So, I mean, if I look at my book of business compared to what it was last year, I mean, even in the middle of a pandemic, I, I had to pivot. I had to could I'm not out on the road seeing customers. So I'm coming up with content virtually, um, so I feel like it's definitely helped me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not down by any means. So I feel like at this point in the stage of the game with, with more lockdowns and shutdowns on the year coming up, possibly, hopefully yeah. not, that we all need to, to kind of do something to stand out, to kind of be your own brand. And, and now I'm not saying everyone needs to jump on a podcast because we don't want to saturate it. I mean, that's, we like our podcast. So <laughs> um, but it doesn't mean you can't come up with something new. There's a lot of people in this industry that are doing that. So yeah. it, the, the comparison I use, and it took me a long time to get to it. Cause it was the same thing. Like I remember when somebody asked me on the show years and years ago, why, you know, what's the ROI? I was like, I don't know what the, what the ROI is going to be. I just know it's the right thing to do. And that was right. sort of my answer. And, so Seth Godin, I was reading a book and he explained it sort of in his book. And it's the difference between brand marketing and direct marketing to me. So content marketing is brand marketing. Like mm -hmm. direct marketing is you shoot out an email, click here, buy here. Both are good, right? Both are important. Um, Coca-Cola doesn't think you're going to leave a Super Bowl party when they see their ad to go buy Coke. They, they want you to be top of mind the next time somebody needs it, right? And both are important, but if you measure them, using the opposite metrics, 
both of them will do poorly. You know what I mean? And so the way I view it is that this content creation is brand marketing. And I think that's what you've, (laughs) you've found. So that's cool. You have answered my three questions. I appreciate that. I give everybody a chance to ask me a question. So do you have one for me? Yes, I do. All right. So staying on the topic of podcasts, uh, since we are always looking for new opportunity to tell our brand story through a different medium Mm -hmm. and you being one of the pioneers uh, for podcasting in this industry, what made you go that route? What made you say in my best Bill Petrie voice, (laughs) you know, Kirby, (laughs) I should start a podcast. Like what made you say that? Like what made you come up? Like, so I love this question. Uh, So (laughs) I do. I, so and it got me thinking. Um, so when we first started this show, and I'm going I'm to talk about delivering marketing joy. Um, I've done podcasts that were designed to be podcasts, but DMJ started as a video web show. Okay, so I actually wasn't starting to try to do this as a podcast. That became there was there became a podcast part of it. And so when we first started this, it was five or six years ago, there was nobody else doing video. And I enjoyed doing video and it was a place that I felt passionate about. And then once I created it, I was like, oh, well, this could work as a podcast as well. And the the, the lesson sort of out of that is that if you do the thing that you're most passionate about, other pieces of content will follow. And that's what I've found. I mean, we've turned this into middle, little micro pieces. We've turned it into blog posts. We've turned it into podcasts. And so the honest answer is I wasn't thinking of creating a podcast when I started this. I wanted to do the Ask Gary V show you yeah. know, version of this. <laughs> and then it became a podcast, if that makes any sense. No, it does. That's a really good answer and a good way to look at it. Like, I, I love that because I feel like that's kind of what I've been trying to say. And you just kind of summed it up like you you do something that you love, you know, think good things are going to follow. And I think that's, you're doing it right. I think you're doing it. You're awesome. you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking the time. We'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Sounds good, Kirby. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Bye.